Welcome back to the Blog Boy Roundtable presented by the Bay Area Examiner. I am Seth Varnador of the Bay Area Examiner, joined by Anthony Vito, Nathan Bond, and Robert Stieg, also of the Bay Area Examiner. And then we have Nick Simon of DraftKings Network. And you're looking at a bunch of winners here. Uh, <laughs> 20 picks last week. Uh, we went 17-3. and three. Pretty good week when we Not, needed it because we were spiraling. We were in a death spiral the the, pre, the previous three weeks. So big, Not bad big at all, help. gentlemen. Not bad at all. <laughs> big, big help. Um, sitting at 98 and 82 for the season. So we're over 54%. So we're in the money here. Uh, pretty, pretty good. Um, you know, we all picked Georgia or Vito went over. Uh, that kind of went how we thought. There was a little dissension uh, on Oregon. I don't think any of us, even the people that picked Oregon, I think that's the game to talk about from last week. Did anybody think it was going to look like that? Yeah, I picked uh, I picked Utah, and that <laughs> within the like the first couple of drives is like, oh no, that I, I thought the home field because they had an eighteen game home winning streak heading into that, and it's like, okay, if anyone is going to like MacGyver their way into like keeping up with Oregon. It's going to be Kyle Whittingham and nope, Oregon put that one to bed really quickly. That's the only one I messed up last week. I I figured that Utah's 35 point output against USC uh, the week prior, 38 point, whatever it was, was a flash in the pan because Alex Grinch is quite literally the worst defensive coordinator this side. More on him later. Quite literally, like Glenn Spencer and, and Bob Shoot, like they are just horrific. Like he is just so bad. So you get a defense in Oregon that has a pulse. That's really what you needed. Just a, a defense with a pulse against a backup quarterback. They had no shot. Oregon's yeah, thought, offense looked great, and it was it was over. I'm so glad I at that one. <laughs> I thought the jig would be up for Utah, but I didn't think it would be as bad as it was. Uh, Oregon's really good, and they just kind of are a couple pl- screw-around plays from being undefeated and that probably being in that playoff mix. Uh, they're firmly in the playoff mix now, but being kind of in that top four there. Um, they seem to be, and we'll talk about the team they lost to, Washington here pretty soon, one of our games of the week, but uh, they seem to be the best team in the Pac-12 right now. And it looks pretty good. We all had Louisville, except for Paige, who picked Duke. <laughs> and now it's just about figuring out what her punishment will be for clinching the worst record in the Blogboy Roundtable. We've already uh, we've already discussed the Waffle House Challenge out, unfortunately. Um <laughs> She would actually die. Like legitimately, I, I don't think her her stomach would allow her to uh, consume that many waffles. So we'll we'll come up with something for uh, the worst record of the uh, blog blog boy and girl roundtable here. We'll come up with one worst record in show history. Sadly, I mean, unless she sadly. she I mean she could. I, I guess we could get she if she feels strongly about another game later on in the year. She can get her she can double or nothing. At I suppose. <laughs> we'll give her one redemption <laughs> shot at the end of the year. However, we'll give her uh, national championship pick. Ever <laughs> start doing her research, uh, and then uh, pretty good uh, off the board last week as well. FSU minus twenty and a half seemed pretty easy. Vito calling the Kansas plus nine. That one had to feel pretty good right there. 
Man, I didn't expect them to win outright, but that plus nine was way too much at home. And for some reason this year, we got to get the step, fellas. Um, the home teams have been killing it this year on either covering or winning outright. Um, it seems like home field advantage is alive and, alive and well this year. But man, once Kansas actually won that game, um, it felt a lot better picking that game. And Nick's sicko under in the Mississippi State Auburn game held on, and I know I, was, I know you're sweating it a little bit. I was sweating that out because it was it was twenty seven to thirteen for a good chunk of the of the, of the um, fourth quarter. Mississippi State had their opportunity to score, they didn't, and then even on the last Auburn drive, there they had a huge gain and there was an opportunity for them to like put another score on the board. But fortunately, like it just got like, unfortunately they ran enough time down to where it's like, okay, we can just run and kneel this out. So got it in. Thank you. Thank you. Hugh freeze. Big win for the <laughs> sicko under 41 and a half there. Um, and we'll go ahead and start moving on to this week. Really good week, actually. It was tough to kind of whittle it down to three games, um, but we've got some a little bit of flavor all across the country here. We'll start in the noon window. I'm guessing this is the big noon Saturday game. Kansas State at Texas. Texas is a four-point favorite. Uh, the total is at 49 and a half. Texas is playing a backup. Kansas State's pretty hot. Nathan. What are you thinking in Kansas State at Texas? Uh, Texas. Um, I think even with the backup quarterback, uh, Malik Murphy uh, playing, uh, they just still have a lot more talent than Kansas State, regardless of what they're doing over there. And I respect what Kansas State's doing. But Texas Texas is kind of the real deal outside of, uh, you know, a mishap or five. Um, I enjoy watching this Texas team. I think they'll be up for it. Um, I know it's already dropped to minus four, which I love. I I was still going to take them at minus four and a half, but minus four makes it a little bit easier little to push protection. Yes, a little push protection. Steve, where are you heading this one? My uh, my my vision is averted because I'm paying attention to uh, a hard fought football game happening at a uh, Corvette Stadium right now. Um, my my gut is saying to pick Texas because obviously the talent differentiation is there. Um, but uh, the the hilarious thing of Texas is back and then Texas is not is also creeping in the back of my mind here, and just like nothing would be funnier than just like Texas like not really going out with their tail between their legs, like kind of not beating some teams that they used to beat the hell out of because now they're going to be leaving for the SEC. So I'm going to pick Kansas state. Uh, Cause that'd be funny. Like the, wouldn't it be funny? Pick is always a sound strategy. You know, where are you headed? The, uh, wouldn't it be funny is my favorite way to pick. Um, so I'm kind of leaning. This is a game. I think Kansas state had circled and everybody wants to take a shot at Texas as they go out, but Texas is at home. They are undefeated at home. Don't forget that one loss was a neutral loss game. Kansas state's also been doing what they've been doing. Their dual quarterback system, uh, against Houston, TCU and Texas tech. Not exactly a murderer's row. The past three games. I think Texas's defense is going to be able to hold them back, uh, with, the, with the tape out there. Malik Murphy is still athletic. They still have a lot of a lot of athletes there. I think uh, minus four and a half for Texas is is good. 
if this was flipped, I would actually want to go Kansas State, but I'm going to go with the home team here. Yeah, I think for me, that's kind of my bigger, my biggest kind of. I'm going to go Texas as well, just because they're home. I'm just looking here. It looks like Kansas State is one and two on the road this year. They are five and zero oh at home, I believe. So that is interesting. Uh, Nick, which way are you leaning here? We've got three Texases, one Kansas State. Who are you siding with? Or do you go to the total, 49 and a half? Yeah, I'm going to defer and go to the total and go with the over here. Um, it's a very fascinating game because it's another like one of these like de facto elimination games considering both teams are tied in the Big 12 standings. Very, And this is a very uh, interesting and weird game because, of course, like you guys just mentioned, Texas has Malik Murphy, backup quarterback. Kansas State has like this weird dual quarterback thing where Will Howard will start, but then they'll bring in the freshman Avery Johnson who can move around just a little bit. You know, in his debut, he scored five rushing touchdowns. He's had a school record a couple of weeks ago, so that was pretty impressive. This is a game where both teams are gonna basically run like you're gonna like they're gonna both try to establish a run here. You know. Kansas State has a couple of great running backs and DJ Giddens and Trace and uh, Treshawn Ward, whereas uh, Texas has Jonathan Brooks, CJ Baxter, Jaden Jaden Blue. So it's going to be like it's going to be a fun ground ground sort of game here. So I'm I'm just going to go with the under and or not the under the over here and just watch as these two teams kind of try to batter each other on the ground. All right, that's one for the over. So. Three Texas, one over, one Kansas State. We're moving on uh, to a couple teams we've already talked about. We got Washington as a three-point favorite on the road at USC. The total is 76 and a half. Uh, you know, this is really a question of, you know, is it is it as simple, Nathan, as, I guess, well, we'll go start with Vito here. And now let's start with Nathan because you hate Alex Grinch so much. Is it as simple as you you pick against Alex Grinch? Correct. It is Correct. quite literally that simple, especially when the line is only minus three. Like Caleb's great, but it's clear he's not good enough to cover up the fact that Alex Grinch is literally the worst coach in college football. Um, and that's saying a lot because there are some really bad coaches out there. Uh, he is the worst guy in the country at doing his specific task. Um, and I, I trust this USC defense is the elixir that has ailed this Washington offense the last couple of weeks. And they have looked atrocious. If we're being candid, the, the Huskies on offense, the last few, weeks, uh, some terrible turnover by Michael Penix. Um, but again, Always bet against Alex Grinch being competent at his job. I, I mean, I think that's kind of the, the one thing that gives me pause is you look at some of the advanced stats and Washington is not good at stopping the run or running the ball on offense. And USC can run the ball a little bit. Um, so that is kind of the one thing that gives me pause, but it's kind of like, what can you rely on? I think you can rely on both offenses and you rely on USC's defense being really bad. So I feel like I have to go with Washington as well, just kind of by default almost. 
So I'm I'm riding with Washington as well. Um, but it would be interesting to see if USC can. Do you think they will? We'll go to Nick next. Do you think they will actually try to stick with that run game? They've had some success with it, or do you think they'll get Lincoln rather will get a little pass that he runs the ball more than people think, but oh, like their run game has been incredible this year. Like it hasn't just been like the Caleb show. Um I agree with all of your with everything you just said with uh, Alex Grinch, but I'm gonna go with USC here at home because let's let me point some things out with Washington because Washington's been fantastic. Michael Panic's obviously great. He's the Heisman uh, front runner heading into this game. But the last three weeks, this Washington team has been outgained on offense by their opponents in each and all three of those games. And even worse is that their turnover margin in that span is minus six. So seven turnovers to just one takeaway. And in fact, their turnover margin for the entire year is minus three, which that's not great. And when you're getting into a potential gunfight like this game is going to be against the reigning Heisman Trophy winner with an incredible run game that USC has, you can't afford to make that many mistakes. Alex Grinch's defense be damned. Like, you give the ball away. You can't, you can't afford that. So, yeah, I, I think that this is a game where USC, like, takes advantage of some of those mistakes and outlasts Washington. And this is also kind of a game where Caleb will kind of try to re- – I can see Caleb re- trying to reassert himself. You know, even on our odds board, he's, like, down to – eighth in the Heisman and it's like yo come like listen he doesn't play defense he he had that one bad game against Notre Dame like it was one bad game the dude's still incredible so yeah I I have the Trojans I have the Trojans here covering and and winning winning this one Steve where are you going I don't know (laughs) <laughs> do you dare touch the over 76 and a half i did think it'd be funny to pick the over because it would like i, I think this is going to be a points palooza i legitimately think this will be a points palooza <clears throat> but i think uh taking the over unders is uh is a cop-out uh, because i don't understand it most of the time anyways so uh there's my two cents um like i like looking at these two teams like Two really good quarterbacks. Two defenses that that uh, they do things at times. Uh, sometimes they produce turnovers, and other times they're uh, Swiss cheese. So it's uh, I think three points is the right spread for this. Uh, and I'm gonna pick Washington Ooh. with 17 question marks after that. All right, Vito. Uh, so at, See, it's, apparently uh, totals are not allowed according to Steve, but uh, it's it's okay if you want to go with the one. Well, you the funny thing it, is, he man. said it's a cop out, and I totally agree because sometimes just like, man, I don't want to touch the spread at all. <laughs> Minus three, it's just, I, I, my heart goes Washington here, but they've been kind of playing with their food the past two games, and I, it, the them and Oregon have technically been going opposite trajectories, and I think that game, if it was flipped, maybe it happens in in, in the other direction. Um, you're right about USC's run game. I mean, Marshawn Lloyd has uh, 8.8 yards per rush against AP top 25 opponents. That's actually pretty impressive. Uh, eight touchdowns on the year. He'll probably get a thousand yards after. Oh, I'm sorry. He's at 766, 99 carries. 
Uh, but 7.7 average overall, that is not that is nothing to sniff about. If you just decide to slow this game down and try to say, we're going to do the opposite of what you what you expect us to do. Maybe you can catch Washington sleeping a little bit. I think this will be pointsy, but I'm going to go under 76.5. That I is like a it. stupid amount of points. And like literally 38-37 game, which is still very pointsy, gets the under. So unless this ends up being like a USC versus Cal, which is what, like 50 to 49? Um, I, I think that I, I tried to bet a Washington over earlier this year and they burned me. Um, so I think that uh, this game can go a lot of different ways and I don't expect that USC defense to do anything, but I do expect them to try to slow this down by running all over Washington. So I, uh, let's see where it goes. Let's go under. And that is a cop out. And I, I will, I will own that. <laughs> interesting, interesting note about the under uh, It's just kind of, Offensively, neither of these teams run a lot of plays per game. Washington is 103rd with 62 plays a game. USC is 89th with 64 plays per game. So that would be maybe something good towards the under. Uh, now, on the flip side, Washington's defense is on the field for 75 plays a game, which is 129th, and USC is 70, which is 109th. So <laughs> I don't know. But I, I, I think if USC decides to commit to running the ball, I think the unders definitely employ so i like that one Vita. i wish just one last thing i, I wish this game was like at out. 10 p.m because I, this would be a perfect pack 12 after dark game i, I know, know 7 30 so it's still kind of there but this needs to be like happening at, at midnight where uh you're you just watch the full day of yeah you need to fl- you need to be able to flip over from this next game we're going to talk about lsu at alabama if you could flip over from lsu alabama to washington usc that would have been beautiful uh, but we've got LSU at Alabama. Alabama is a three-point favorite. The total is at 60 and a half. You've got uh, great offense versus a great defense, and then maybe a not-so-great offense against a not-so-great defense. Uh, I'm going Alabama. I'm just going to stick. They're at home. Uh, I think LSU's defense is worse relatively than Alabama's offense. They also might, they're down. One of their best defensive linemen just got out for the year. Uh, I know they're down some defensive backs as well. Alabama likes to chuck the ball deep. So give me Alabama minus three at home. (sighs) Stieg, where are you going here? Alabama has been your nemesis this year. Yeah, I don't want to, no, I don't want to pick this because I've been burned every single Bama game this year. Um, so I'm, I'm uh, going Seth, back to double right check. I, I think you're wrong in every single, I think I am as well. Um, Seth, if I can make a request, uh, I go last year so that I can see what everyone else picks. So I can pick with the majority to assume that that doesn't happen in a yeah. shirt. So Steve has <laughs> lost. Steve has only missed 15 picks this year. Four or five have been on Alabama games. <laughs> so Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Thank you. Thank right, you, well, Nick Satan. I, <laughs> we'll flip it over to we'll flip it over to uh, Nick here. Nick, what are you rolling with LSU's unbelievable offense or Alabama the home with the with the steady defense? Which way are you going? I, I'm going LSU here. I think they are gonna they're gonna um, take a lot of cues from what Texas did and try to do the same thing. Um, first of all, for this robbery, like I love this robbery because. Just it always exudes a big fight element, like a heavyweight title fight element. Even though both of these teams are 
not as great as they've been like at their absolute peak. Take the 2019 LSU Alabama game, how intense that game was, but it's all like LSU Alabama always has like this big time feel. It's always fun to watch. Um, LSU heading into this game actually has the most explosive offense in the country. They're averaging 552.9 yards per game on 8.09 yards per play. And they also have the best third down conversion rate in the country at 57.8%. Now, some of those stats can be are probably inflated from the army game a couple of weeks ago where they wiped army off the map, 62, nothing, but still counts. We're going to still count it. Um, so yeah, LSU's defense is suspect. I do think Jalen Milrow and uh, Jason McClellan will be able to run and move the ball a little bit against this, L- against this LSU defense. And it could potentially be a little pointy here. That's why I think the over is also a good play. But when you break it down, I still trust LSU skill position players like Malik Neighbors to make a lot of incredible plays in this game, or at least more plays than their counterparts in Alabama. Plus, Jaden Dan- like uh, Jaden Daniels has been incredible for this team. Uh, there's a reason why he's like one of the top Heisman contenders right now, quietly. So I, I think LSU is going to be able to go into Tuscaloosa and pull this off. And plus, the fear element for LSU isn't really there anymore. I mean, especially with this team, because considering that they beat them last year, and last year's Alabama team was better than this year's Alabama team. So, yeah, I have the, I have the Tigers covering and winning on the road here. Yeah, for all the, uh, for all the accolades that the quarterback and receiver get, LSU is also uh, number one in – rushing epa as well in rushing success rate they are unbelievable on offense nate where are you going are you, are you going with the offense or with the alabama defense here that's kind of what the game boils down to i suppose uh yeah uh, i'm taking Bama's defense um uh, jay daniels has been fine he's been good this year i still don't <laughs> trust him and uh he's give me jalen milrow in, in that crew um to just be better, and LSU has the worst head coach. So, uh, give me, give me Saban, give me the Bama defense. They're gonna win, and, and I, and I do think point win. Oh, interesting alt line. I do think home field is important uh, here in this one. Uh, Vito, which way are you going? Uh, I kind of want it too. Like LSU, um, Jaden Daniels is having a heck of a season, uh, both throwing the ball and rushing the ball. And outside of that ridiculous ending to that Ole Miss game, they could have been running the table since losing that opener against Florida State, which, you know, again, first game is always going to be what it is. Um, but I just got it's it's night. It's nighttime in Tuscaloosa. There's no way there's no way Nick Saban's losing two weeks in a row to or to sorry, two years in a row to LSU, especially to Brian Kelly. I just think when it comes to crunch time, that defense is going to figure it out. You're going to get a steady, um, a steady run game. And I think I think I think they finally figured out what to do to make Milrow um, and this offense tick. I, I just think there's no way you're not losing LSU two, two years in a row. Saban's not doing that. I just I trust him. Uh, too much in this spot on at home. I got to be honest. I thought I'd be on the outside here with Alabama. I didn't think I thought LSU was going to be the pick for most people. Steak, you got three for Alabama, Alabama, one for LSU. 
Well, great. I mean, congratulations, Nick. <laughs> yeah, seriously, uh, Nick. Uh, congratulations on a on a well earned victory uh, this week picking the Bama LSU game because I am Alabama's curse. I mean, this. I mean, this might be the week you turn it around. We'll see. Hopefully, uh, but um, now it's time to go off the board. We've all made our picks. Uh, pretty split in the last couple of games. I expect not really actually. Nick is the outlier right here this week. So I uh, could have a really good week or, or the other way. Yeah, we'll see. Cool. <laughs> so we shall see. Now we go to off the board. Let's start with Nick. Nick, where are you headed this week? Last week, you've been, what do you got? Three in a row off the board here. And you should have had four in a row because that Mizzou game was a, the Mizzou LSU game. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was, that was rough. Blah. I am going with the Gamecock Bowl. I'm going Jacksonville State plus 15 and a half against South Carolina. Ooh. Not saying like they'll win that game outright, but man, this South Carolina team just doesn't have really much going for it right now. They are bad and i think that the only thing that they really have to play for uh for the rest of the season is beating and probably equally bad clemson team man um whereas this jacksonville state team in their first year in fbs seven and two with uh old rich rod as the head coach should be going bowling but similar to james madison's stupid ncaa transition rules so i think that they'll be motivated and they'll come out and like at least make things very uncomfortable for old Shane Beamer in uh, Columbia here. So I have Jacksonville State covering this one. Yeah, if they lose this one, they, somebody might be getting a really good special teams coordinator here next year in uh, <laughs> Shane Beamer. I, I'm going a similar direction. Uh, this could maybe qualify as a sicko game. I'm not sure. Uh, in terms of uh, contrasting uh, motivations here, I'm going to take Nebraska minus three on the road at Michigan State. Michigan State's really bad. Uh, Nebraska has a chance to make a bowl, I think, if they win this one. First bowl since 2016, I believe. Uh, They've been playing much better as of late. So I'm going to go with Nebraska minus three on the road. Is that a sicko game? The total is 34 and a half, I think, last time I checked. So that qualifies as kind of a sicko game, right? Yes. Even though it's a power five. It's a sicko game. But good God. Like what, what was Scott, man, what was Scott Frost doing all this? 26, bro, you couldn't make a ball game the entire time. You're playing the Big Ten West. Good do, Lord. Do, 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 you, do you want to live in Nebraska? <laughs> he was uh, apparently he was frequenting bars and talking to coeds a little too much, but yeah, Ew. Joey Freshwater hey, over here. I like uh, I like Matt Rule just r- runs into a building and goes, "We're going to be steady," and he just yeah. does his thing. I like Matt Rule. Vito, let's go to you. Where are you heading off the board? You got Are you con- uh, conventional or are you going sicko? Man, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of good stuff. I was I, I had a list just to see where everybody else was going to go. But uh, screw it. I'm going to go full on full on sicko here because um, you don't even have to worry about the points anymore because Brian Ferentz, smell you later. I'm going Iowa Northwestern under 30.5 because this game is going to be disgusting. <laughs> sorry. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Um, Will Kennedy, our Northwestern friend. Um, I, it would be great if they can pull this one out. But Ooh, Iowa man. has gotten the under, I think, every game they played this year. 
and it keeps progressively getting lower. I don't really see how any of these offense, like against Iowa's defense, who's, I don't understand how you routinely have the best defense in the league and you can't have an offense better than one third. It's just flabbergasting to me. Yeah. It's actually the Kennedy ball. He covers Iowa State. Or he covers he Iowa, does. Iowa State. He does. Does. It is the Will Kennedy this Bowl. The Will and Kennedy I'm Bowl. sorry, my friend. I am going with yeah. the under. I hope your cats put up a good fight, but this might be like 10 to 2. Actually, throwing a couple extra safeties in there. I'm hoping for all the safeties. Um, I'm, I'm going six. under there. This this might not hit, but man, this is like this that is just that is a sick over under on how many World Series games it takes to beat the scoring in this game. And to add to, to add to the sicko part, it's in Wrigley Field, so like the vibes are going to be all kinds of weird here. Oh, it's going to be a nice day up in Chicago, and you might get a baseball uh, it's score. just unbelievable. Three thirty on Peacock. It's not even on regular TV. <laughs> yeah, they'd, they'd, they'd probably be an FCC fine if it was on regular TV. So, <laughs> all right, I'm looking so forward to it. Let's go to Stieg. I've got a call back here. Beginning of the year, my uh, little was uh, UTEP goes bowling. It ain't looking pretty right now, fellas, but it's still alive. That's the most important part, which is why I'm picking UTEP to uh, pull a little bit of an upset and beat Western Kentucky. I have uh, no little I have no information to back this up. Uh, this is purely straight selfish. This is me wanting to correct about you, Ted, making a bowl game. And uh, please fight for me. Please, I'm begging you. Well, Dana Dimmel, do you have one more in you? Well, Western's, <laughs> Western's not like they might have even go to the Conference USA title game. They've lost a couple of games in conference. So you may be on to something there. <laughs> this is the classic <laughs> double. This is the classic double down here. This is the doublest of double down. They are at home. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I I don't just go into El Paso. No one one enters the the warden and wins. All right, Nathan. I am sure the king off the board to start the year. You're back on track here the last couple of weeks. Uh, I'm shocked. None of you picked this game. Is it. Notre Dame minus three uh, at Clemson. Are you see, kidding me? I almost in what world I almost picked is Clemson. Clemson just a three point underdog. I almost this picked team Clemson. Is terrible. <laughs> Tyler from Spartanburg. You get, you're gonna call into the, the radio show? <laughs> I mean, good lord. Dabo lost he lost his freaking mind. It was hilarious. And uh, they talked about it in split zone duo. Maybe the lead up to the question wasn't great. Uh, he was definitely going for the the hot zing and, and couldn't do it. But man, Notre Dame, are you kidding me? Minus three all day. Yeah, I thought about taking Clemson just as a just as a feel play, just as like a vibe. Just Dabo, you can't you can't come out and and talk all that noise on your show and then and lose at home, but. Uh, tell me if this sounded familiar. This is what Davo said about their four losses this year. Does this ring a bell? We didn't you, Clemson beat Clemson four times. Does that sound? Does that kind of sentiment sound familiar from what we've heard recently? Around these parts, mm. you change a couple things here and there. 
we're undefeated. So we're just I, I think it's embedded in the culture. Just yeah, a couple games. So and maybe we'll be saying that next week. If we could have changed a couple more picks, we'd be undefeated. Uh, but we'll see. Thank you for watching. Let us know if we made some bad picks. Make fun of Stieg if the Alabama pick goes awry again. <laughs> leave a like. Leave a comment. Help us game the YouTube algorithm. We'll be back next week reviewing these picks and making more picks. Thank you for watching. See Bye. ya.